is the 77 WABC minicast. Joining us now is Lieutenant General Keith Kellogg. He was the National Security Advisor to Pence and also the Senior Advisor also to then-President Trump. Uh, General Kellogg, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, your thoughts of what happens now. What does the U.S. need to do militarily and also Israel militarily? Yeah, well, Rita, thanks for having me. And thanks, John, the congressman and the judge as well for, for being there. Look, this is an important event, historically speaking, because what you're seeing is really Israel's 9-11. And what I mean by that is when you look at the numbers being killed in Israel, most of them non-combatants, like a, when they talk about a thousand, they go, OK, that was a thousand. That's a lot. Well, when you look at the, the population and the density of the population and the demographics, that's roughly 23, 24,000 Americans, comparatively speaking. So it's a significant number. And I think what I want to make sure everybody understands is that Look, before I directly answer your question, in September 2019, I visited Auschwitz in Poland with then the vice president, Vice President Pence. And those were the camps that made up the complex that were the site of the Nazis' final solution, the extermination of Jews. More than one million women, children, men were murdered. And the visit was really emotionally devastating. It was a visit that really ripped to the heart. And I got back on Air Force Two and I looked at the vice president and I said, for the first time in my life, I doubt the existence of God. And he responded, it was not God that caused it, it was man. We need to remember that. There's a moral imperative here that we, at World War II, we came out of it, out of never again. And we need to, to support the Israelis in a really tough fight right now. I mean, what you're seeing was an actual slaughter. And what what we need to do, uh, and we'll sort of like we did in the Trump administration, remember, we cut off funds to the Palestinian Authority because they had a thing called the pay-to-slave fund, which gave monetary rewards to families of suicide bombers that killed Americans. And we said, that's not going to happen. So even though that people talk about, you know, well, America first is a proposition based on isolationism. No, it's not. It's a premise that Americans do better for the world when the American people are strong. And it's not designed to cower or run or hide. And it's based on strength. So what you're seeing how, now is with moving uh, the, the Ford battle group uh, forward towards, towards Israel, we just have to make sure that everybody understands we have taken a moral position uh, and that we will support Israel for whatever it's going to take. And it's not going to be pretty. I tell you, Rita, the fight's going to go on. You're going to hear a lot of people screaming, hooting, and hollering. And this is one of those times, nope, this was the killing of innocents. This was the killing of men, women, children. And the, the world can't tolerate that. General, this, this is Pete King. General, and thank you for your service. You're absolutely phenomenal during the uh, Reagan-Pence administration. Do you think this will be a wake-up call to the Biden administration to stop the love affair with Iran? You know, I, I really hope so, because what you're seeing is accommodation, and that's the reason you've got the problems there. When you go back to what the Obama and Biden administration did then and now, it was accommodation with a terrorist state. Remember, these are the these are the guys, the Iranians, who when this was going on on Saturday, the members of the Iranian members of parliament chanted death to Israel, death to America. They're not our friends. And we need to understand that and make sure that's very, very clear. So it's a great point to be made. That, that my concern is what they're doing is they're kind of saying, oh, well, it's really not that bad. We'll give them more money. Look, we've already given them this recently $6 billion. Their oil revenues are huge right now. They're over $46 billion a year. And this is a major problem. And they're behind it. Don't let anybody tell you they're not. Nobody can conduct an operation like this unless they have some type of external support. And the only people supporting them externally are, are the Iranians. General, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. Good to talk to you again. What I'm very troubled by is the fact that you can trace this back 
to the appeasement by the Obama administration, by Secretary Kerry, their weakness, their appeasement, literally, in my humble opinion, is shown there's blood on their hands. You cannot appease tyrants and authoritarians. You cannot do this and expect anything but the repercussions you have now. What's your comment, General? No, you're exactly right. And remember, Kerry's the individual who said there's no peace in the Middle East without the Palestinians. Well, we didn't do that with the Abraham Accords. When we in the Trump administration, the President Trump put together the Abraham Accords, he said we're basically going to say you can come with us or we're going to send, stand on the sidelines. And it was an economic-based plan that he would bring everybody up economically. And, and we got uh, four nations to support us, and we were hoping to get the Saudis on board as well. So basically that would bring peace to the Middle East and it would be based off economics. But Kerry's position was you shouldn't do that. Well, I remember sitting when the Abraham Accords were signed, went to the lunch afterwards in the White House, sitting next to Tony Blair, former prime minister of the United Kingdom. He looked at me and said, you guys got this one right. And, and we had it wrong before. So there's a, you're right about the policy of appeasement. It's not going to work. It never has historically, and it won't happen now. You know, General uh, Keith Kellogg, um, former national security advisor to President Trump and also uh, Vice President Pence, how complicated? What are we going to do if it turns out that there are Americans held uh, in terms of hostages? We know that they have anywhere from 100 to 150 hostages, and they're not ruling out that some are American. It sounds like the State Department's kind of insinuating that there are. What do we do? Yeah, Rita. Okay, this is a hard question, and this is going to come off, come across as pretty hard and harsh. You almost have to write them off right now. I mean, look, they're keeping kids in cages right now. They've got Israeli general officers captured. The, the chance of those people coming out is not real good. And I hate to say that, but it, you can't operate off of we got to save the hostages. You'll try to do it. You'll try to go in there and do it. But remember – this this area is so heavily and densely uh, populated, and there's tunnels underneath them, and we have no idea where they're at. Usually you have a single target, an individual or one or two individuals that you can target and go after to rescue. This isn't there. You can send in hostage negotiators, and that may be the, outs- that may be the, the approach. But this administration hasn't said a word. They haven't put a hostage negotiator there. They haven't said that we're going to do this. Uh, and my concern is what kind of appeasement will I give? You know, we had Robert O'Brien, who became the National Security Advisor, is our hostage negotiator. And we came out with a lot of people and, and didn't pay a price for it. But this is going to be hard because you're dealing with people who are basically thugs. They've killed people in cold blood. They've taken the heads off of Israeli soldiers that were already killed. Um, you, you've seen what they did with women and children. Uh, you're not dealing they're, with a normal is, person. They're as they're good as dead. I agree with you, General. It's heartbreaking to hear. They're as wow. good as dead, and I think you've got to go in there and wipe those guys out, and that's it. You have to, because if you don't wipe them out, they're going to come back again, General. They will we come know back. That. They will be back. They'll just get stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know, so six months from now, or years you, from now, with, 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 with President Biden's open borders... You know, expect problems in New York. Expect problems in our cities. Yeah, it's scary. Wow. Uh, General Keith Kellogg, we so appreciate you being here on this big breaking news day. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with us. Thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Always, General.